Hello friends, welcome to Soul Fed with Gabby. I'm your host Gabby and I'm so thankful that you tuned in today. This podcast is all about true and real health and wellness. That means we dive so much deeper than the food. We talk about spiritual health, mental health, healing your relationship with food and your body, lifestyle stuff, all of it. This space is open for everyone and all are welcome here. I want this to be a peaceful space for you to come and leave feeling encouraged. I'm so thankful that you're here and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Soul Fed with Gabby. I hope you're having a beautiful day. It is my first solo episode in a while. I've had two guests on and I took a week off. So it's been quite a few weeks since I have recorded a solo episode and it's feeling good. I missed you guys. I hope you're doing well. Today's episode is going to be a quick one, but a good one and an important one. It is all about the scale and weighing yourself. Should you weigh yourself? Should you not weigh yourself? I'm going to be sharing my story with the scale um, and then just giving you some reasons why you shouldn't weigh yourself and maybe reason why you should um, and tips to stop weighing yourself. So let's just jump right into it. I want this to be a quick, easy to digest episode that you can come to if you are struggling with this and it doesn't feel overwhelming. So first I kind of want to share my story with the scale and what that has kind of looked like, just so I can let you know that I understand. Cause I think it can be so easy to hear people who are like, oh yeah, I don't weigh myself and this is why. And you're like, well, yeah, must be nice, but actually this is really hard for me. And I just want you to know that you're not alone with that because it was one of the hardest things. I feel like breaking up with the scale, stopping weighing myself and stopping counting calories, those were the two hardest things for me to, the two hardest habits of my eating disorder and my disordered eating to break and to stop. And so I want you to know that I fully and completely understand the struggle with this. It is not easy at all. Um, I, the scale was one of the first habits that I picked up in my eating disorder when I was 17, that's kind of where it all started, right? Like I weighed myself, saw a number I didn't like and the highest number I had ever seen in my life and it scared me. And so I latched onto control, turned to calories. Those were the first two habits that I picked up. And so I quickly became addicted to controlling that number on the scale. I started out weighing myself every morning and in probably the worst part of my eating disorder, I was weighing myself three times a day. I was a girl who I traveled a lot for modeling and I would travel with my scale. I would put it in my suitcase. It was the craziest thing. I would put it in my suitcase and then I would hide it under my bed because I always had roommates and I would just like secretly pull it out or secretly take it to the bathroom and weigh myself. And it was such a disordered thing and such an addiction. And oh my gosh, I could not tell you how thankful I am to not even own a scale and not even stress about that anymore. But also, again, I want you to know I understand. I was so addicted to that. It controlled everything. Like I would wake up and the first thing that I would do is go to the scale and I would look at that number and then I would look at it in the middle of the day and then I would look at it again in the evening and I just had these numbers that I had to be in. If I wasn't these numbers, then I didn't feel good about myself or then that controlled what I allowed myself to eat that day. 
it was such an unhealthy and stressful way to live. I mean, I was constantly in fight or flight just because of that silly number on this scale that really means nothing. So all of that to say, I, I want you to know I've been there. I've been the girl that weighed myself three times a day, felt like I couldn't stop, put my scale in my suitcase and traveled across the world with it because I couldn't stop. I couldn't go a day without weighing myself. I was that girl. So I fully and completely understand if you feel like you can't stop weighing yourself and you feel so attached to it and it feels so hard not to weigh yourself. I get it. But I also want you to know, as someone who's been there, now I don't own a scale and I only see the number when I go to the doctor. And I think that's a beautiful testimony as well to the fact that I can see that number when I go to the doctor and it doesn't trigger me anymore. It doesn't cause any negative emotions anymore. It's just a number. And I want you to know that you can get there too. You can get to the place where you not only don't weigh yourself at home or have the urge to, but you can also see the number at the doctor or whenever and not get triggered by it. So I think just sharing that is really important. I just want to share that with you guys just because I want you to know there's freedom. I always like to give you guys hope and let you know that there's freedom from this, even though it's so hard and the journey to get here was not easy and it was so challenging to let go of that habit, but it has gifted me with so much peace and, and trust with my body. So I'm going to share a, free, a few reasons why you shouldn't weigh yourself. Um, and hopefully this can encourage you to break up with your scale as well. <laughs> so the first reason why you shouldn't weigh yourself is basically because you are telling your body when you weigh yourself that you don't trust it. You are breaking trust with your body. You're essentially saying, hey, I don't trust you to give me the right signals to tell me that I'm healthy, to tell me that I feel good, to tell me that I'm eating enough. I don't trust you to give me the right signals. I don't trust you to find your healthiest, happiest place. So I'm going to look at this number and I'm going to try to control this number, or I'm going to say, you know, base the way that I feel on this number. You are basically breaking trust with your body and saying, I don't trust you to tell me how I feel, to tell me about my health, to tell me about my hunger and fullness cues. I don't trust you to do that. So I'm going to weigh myself. That is basically what you are saying. So first and foremost, you are breaking trust with your body, which can spill into many different areas, right? Like that can, it can affect your hunger, fullness cues. It definitely affects your relationship with food. So biggest thing I think is that you are, you are telling your body when you weigh yourself, Hey, I don't trust you. It's the same with calorie counting. You're like, I don't trust you to tell me, you know, when I'm full or when I'm hungry. So I'm going to like manipulate this and try to control this myself with my mind. Your body was created to find a balanced place, a weight where it's happy and healthy, a weight range. Cause it's a range where it's happiest and healthiest and it was designed to give you signals to tell you when it's hungry and when it's full and when it feels good or when something's off and something's out of balance. We were not designed to base all of that off of a silly number on the scale. <laughs> like when you think about it, it is your relationship to gravity. That is all that number is. So basically, first and foremost, is you are telling your body, I don't trust you, so I'm going to look at this number. That's basically what's going on. And that leads to so many other things that we don't even realize. Um, so that's the first thing I would say. Next thing I would say is that you do start to rely on that number instead of how you feel. So the more you weigh yourself, the more frequently you weigh yourself, the more you are relying on that number to tell you how you feel about your body, then you are allowing your body to tell you how you feel in your body, right? 
So it's basically saying, it's telling you how you feel about your body instead of letting your body tell you how you feel in your body. Does that make sense? So again, you're relying on something external, like a number on the scale, to tell you how you feel internally, which just doesn't make sense. And it's not, again, it's that trust thing. It's that connection with your body. You are breaking that trust and breaking that connection with your body when you look at that number and you rely on that number. So next thing I would say, is it quickly? It can quickly, and this of course depends on personality trait as well, but it can quickly become obsessive and addictive. Um, Like I said, I started out just doing it once a day. And then that turned into two times a day, which turned into three times a day, which turned into me traveling with my skill and putting it in my suitcase and hiding it under my bed and being secretive with it and weird with it. It quickly became obsessive and addictive for no good reason. It's so stressful. It puts your body in fight or flight mode when you are obsessed with that number. It adds so much stress to your body, which is so not good for your health. Next thing I would say is that you do start to, you can start to prioritize that number over your health. Um, You know, I don't, I don't think we even need to weigh at the doctor, right? Like, I don't think that tells you anything about your health. If all of your other vital signs are in order, then that's like, doesn't matter, right? It just doesn't matter. If you feel good, everything else is healthy. Your blood work is healthy. Your blood pressure is healthy. All these other things are healthy. You just don't need to know the number on the scale. You don't need to know it. And when you start to obsess over it and you, you know, start to weigh yourself more, or when you weigh yourself consistently, you start to prioritize that number over your health and you start to prioritize that number over how you feel. And that is just a very slippery slope. It can also lead to, if it hasn't already, it can lead to eating disorders and disordered relationships with food. And if it has already, if you continue to weigh yourself, it can prevent you from healing that, which we don't want. It can prevent you from living in peace and freedom and true connection with your body. So we don't want you to prioritize that number over your health and how you feel because it's not important. The next reason why you shouldn't weigh yourself is because it's not accurate. (laughs) It is not accurate at all. Like you think about it, you weigh yourself at the doctor. You could get five scales, right? So you could weigh yourself on one scale. It would say one thing. You could weigh yourself at the doctor. It's three pounds different. Get another scale. It's five pounds different. Like it just, they're not accurate. None of them are. And not to mention that they, your weight is supposed to fluctuate, especially as females throughout our cycle. It's supposed to. And maybe you ate more carbs one day. Carbs make you retain water, which is not a bad thing. Let me tell you, it's a good thing. It's supposed to do that. You're supposed to have carbs. They're not bad. But if you have more carbs one day, you may weigh more the next day. If you drink more water one day or before you weigh, you may weigh more. If you didn't poop that morning, you're going to weigh more. There are just so many factors that go into it that just make it not accurate at all. So it's just not accurate. And again, it's, it's your relation to gravity. So why does it even matter? Right? Why does it even matter? It doesn't tell you anything of value. It does not tell you anything of value about yourself. It does not tell you anything of value about yourself, which leads me to the next one, which is you start to put your worth in a number that is always fluctuating and not meant to be the same. And your worth 
never fluctuates. Your worth never changes. Your value never changes. Who the Lord says you are never changes. Who you were created to be never changes. That value that you were born with never changes. Your weight is always fluctuating and always changing. And it's so easy to put your value in that number. And when you do that, it's so dangerous. And you are never going to feel that peace and that contentment and that joy with yourself. You're never going to feel that value that you bring. You're not going to believe that and feel that if you are putting that in a number that is always fluctuating and that is supposed to fluctuate and that is supposed to change. That's just a few things I would say. Um, a few reasons why you shouldn't weigh yourself. I think I could go on and on for days about this, but those are, I think, the biggest points that I have of why you shouldn't weigh yourself. It just simply doesn't matter at the end of the day. It says nothing about your health. It says nothing about your value as a person. It simply doesn't matter. And the sooner you can break free from that, let me tell you, it just opens up a whole new world of peace and trust with your body and a kindness and compassion with your body. It is just the most beautiful thing. So if you are working to heal your relationship with food in your body, it is one of the best things that you can do. And just your value as a human, it is one of the best things you can do is to just stop weighing yourself. Um, so those are reasons why you shouldn't weigh yourself. Now I'm going to move into reasons why you should. And this was just a joke because I have no reasons why you should. Um, like I said, it doesn't matter. That number doesn't matter. So there's really no reason why you should weigh yourself. I can't think of any situation why you should weigh yourself. Um, because if we're looking at health from a full picture, if you are genuinely and truly looking at your health from a full picture, there's no reason why you should weigh yourself. Also, I do know that sometimes when you are in a place in eating disorder recovery where you're working with a team and you do need to gain weight, that you do need to have somebody that knows the number, but that person does not have to be you and I don't think it should be you when you are working to heal this. If I could change something from my recovery journey, it would be to let go of that skill sooner. So I cannot encourage you enough. Um, I just can't think of any reason why you should weigh yourself. Um, if you are looking at health from a full picture, there's no reason why you should. So that's why you should. There is no reason that I can think of in my personal opinion. Um, so now I'm going to move into just a few tips to stop weighing yourself. My first tip is just going all in with it. Smash the scale, throw it away, get rid of it. I found it very therapeutic to literally smash it with a hammer. Um, so do what you need to do. Do what's healing to you. Get rid of it, smash it, throw it in the trash, run over it, do whatever you need to do, but get rid of it and start checking in with your body and ask your body how it feels instead. This can be really important. Um, and I mentioned before that I do, I am able to see my weight at the doctor and it not affect me. But I think there is a time on your journey where you, if you are like working to heal your relationship with food in your body and you are breaking this addiction with the scale, this obsession with the scale, there may be a period in there where you do have to ask to not see the number at the doctor. And this is something that you can do. They can't force you to weigh yourself. So you can either ask to do a blind weigh-in or you can just be like, hey, I don't want to weigh myself today. Um, and they can't force you to weigh yourself. So you can say that or you can just ask to do it backwards. So just step on the scale backwards so you don't see it and ask them not to tell you the number. But I think most doctors these days do print out that little 
post checkup or whatever sheet where it has like all of your vitals and your weight on it so you probably see it then um I guess you could ask to not see it then as well but I think the easiest thing if that's something you're struggling with is to just be like hey I don't want to weigh myself today or I actually am struggling with my relationship with my body and it's best for me not to see that number to not weigh myself or whatever you need to say there are ways to say it but they cannot make you weigh yourself so remember that um and I, I do think there is a point in there where it is beneficial to not see that. And then you can get to a place where it doesn't bother you and it's just whatever. And you can see the number and it's fine, which is kind of where I'm at now. So that's what I would encourage you to do um, if you are in that period of, okay, well, well, I don't have the scale at home, but I'm really scared to see the number at the doctor. Um, and I think there is a point too where you do feel very strong and stable in your foundation and it may be scary to see that number, but you are at a place where you may need to push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit and see that number to kind of normalize it. Um, there's a point in the journey where that comes as well, but if you are freshly trying to break up with the scale and freshly like getting rid of that obsession, I think there is a time period where not seeing that number at all, even at the doctor is very beneficial. So I would encourage you to do that. Um, Next, I'm just going to say if it feels impossible to go cold turkey, which it didn't feel like something I could do at the beginning, um, I kind of weaned myself off of it. So I went from not weighing myself every day to once a week. And I did that for a while. If this is the only way, like I want to encourage you, of course, to just get rid of it fully at first right away. But if that feels impossible truly, then why start just pushing it back, like gradually decrease the amount that you weigh yourself. Go to, this is something I do with my clients. A lot of my clients feel like it's not possible. Some of them do feel like they can just throw it away and it's fine, but some of them do feel such an attachment to it that they need to do it in baby steps. And that's totally okay. There's no judgment here. One step at a time, right? So maybe you move it to every three days, once a week, whatever feels doable to you, just gradually start to wean yourself off of it. Um, and if you do choose this route, I encourage you to check in before and after you weigh yourself and notice how you feel before versus how you feel after. This is something that can be really, really powerful to start doing. You start to realize, whoa, this makes me feel more anxious. This feels makes me feel more disconnected from my body. And you start to notice how you feel different before you weigh yourself versus after you weigh yourself. This can be super helpful to help you kind of like get curious. So I always like to say, be curious, not judgmental with these behaviors. So start to get curious about why you're doing it, how you feel before, after, what the desire is to weigh yourself, what the urge is, what's coming up before and after. Just write all of that down in the notes on your phone or in a journal. Just start to become aware of that. Super important. And then I, of course, would encourage you to heal the root of the problem. So just like disordered relationship with food, eating disorder, attachment to the scale, it all stems from something a lot deeper. As we know, it's not about the scale at all. So a desire to weigh yourself always stems from something much deeper, whether it's a lack of trust with your body, desire for control, OCD, etc. Now, working with a therapist, you guys know, totally love that, totally recommend that. So 
If you are someone who struggles with your relationship with food in your body, finding an eating disorder specialized therapist is super, super, super helpful. And they will have the knowledge to help you figure out the root of where this um, obsession and addiction to the scale comes from. So working with a therapist on that, working with a therapist in your relationship with your body and your relationship with food, and this can also help you explore, a therapist can help you do this, or maybe you just do this on your own if a therapist is not available to you, but start to explore new and healthy ways of coping. It is one of the best things you can do. So a scale, that attachment to the scale, the obsession with the scale is a way to cope with a feeling that you have, whether that's desire for control, lack of trust with your body, low self-esteem, you know, not seeing value in yourself, whatever the root of the issue is, weighing yourself is a coping skill to do that. It's like eating disorders are coping skills as well. So this is just a habit that you have formed as a way to cope with something that you're feeling at a deeper level. So heal the root of that issue, work to heal the root of that issue, acknowledge the root of that issue, and then help find other ways of coping that are healthy, right? So I love so much that you know, I used to wake up and immediately go to the scale. Now I wake up and I immediately do things to care for myself, which is just such a beautiful transformation. I wake up, I dry brush my body, I take Chloe out, I make a nourishing breakfast, and I spend time with the Lord. Oh, and I can't tell you, like, what a much more peaceful way to live than waking up, going to the scale, looking at the calories that I'm allowing myself to eat for the day, you know, pushing my breakfast back, stressing out, stressing my body out, working out, all these things. Like the 180 my morning routine has had just because I've healed my relationship with food, my body is incredible. But part of that was developing new coping skills to replace the unhealthy ones. So explore that, explore what that looks like and try to have fun with it. Be curious, not judgmental with yourself. Figure out a routine that you enjoy, that you genuinely look forward to, that can help you cope with not weighing yourself. Um, that is going to be one of the most healing things that you can do. So those are just a few tips that I have. Again, could talk about this for days, but I hope you found this helpful. Breaking up with a scale is one of the most beautiful things that you can do. Whether you have a diagnosed eating disorder or not, there's so many people that have a scale in their house and that feel some sort of attachment to it, whether they weigh themselves every day or maybe you just weigh yourself once a month, but it still stresses you out every time you do. You don't have to do that. You don't have to live like that. You can live in peace and trust with your body. You can live a healthier life away from the scale than you can with it because it's not adding that extra stress to your life and you're not putting your worth and your value in a number and you're not, you know, allowing that to change the way you eat. Like, you live such a more connected to your body, whole, beautiful, healthy life when you don't see that number and you don't have an attachment to that number. So I cannot encourage you enough. If you are someone that struggles with your relationship with food, with your body, if you feel any sort of attachment to the scale, I cannot encourage you enough to work to heal that. And like I said, maybe you need to see a therapist and that is a beautiful thing. Therapy has helped me so much. I say that all the time, but it's been such a beautiful part of my journey. So do what you need to do. Get support, get accountability, have someone hold you accountable, have someone take your scale from you. Like do what you need to do to find this peace and this trust with your body. Because I'm telling you, once you find it, it's going to change everything. Like it flows into everything that you do. So 
I love you guys and I'm really proud of you. No one's told you that recently. I'm so proud of you and I think you're doing amazing and incredible. And um, I just want you guys to to know that there's hope if you are struggling. I used to think there's no way I'm ever going to find peace with my body. There's no way I'm ever going to not be attached to the scale. Like I don't understand how this is going to work, but it works. You just have to trust the process and give it your all and be kind to yourself. And you know, you can't hate yourself into a version that you will love. So don't forget that. Treat yourself from place of love and compassion and just remember that everything's going to be okay and just take it one step at a time. I love you guys. Again, I say it all the time, but I'm truly so thankful for you. Um, if you wouldn't mind just like leaving a review of the podcast, rating the show, sharing this episode, sharing any other episodes that you find helpful, um, it would mean a lot to me. I'm super thankful for you guys and, um, Go do something kind for yourself. Go do something to fill up your soul. And I will talk to you next week. Bye, guys.